Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And Wednesday nights are starting to feel a bit lonely without a Marvel show these days. Yeah, it really didn't take long to be like, oh, well, what are we going to do tonight? Because <laughs> you get that expectation of having a, a Disney Plus show to check out about Marvel stuff. Yeah, and it, then Disney Plus has now created this what's in the fridge effect. Yes. <laughs> you open up Disney Plus hoping, there's some, hoping something new is going to appear. <laughs> oh, there's only a hundred plus more things to watch. Yeah, that's not what I want. But it's not what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Hear me out, Disney. What if you had an MCU animated series where you take scenarios and you change them up? Like, who's the character in a, I don't know, Iron Man suit? Or who's the real Captain America in this alternate world? I think I think they're already doing that. I'm glad that they got my fucking <laughs> suggestion. I don't recall sending it to them. Uh, do we know? When does that come out? Do we know? I believe it's in August if it's supposedly happening <sighs> okay so we only have a couple weeks left <laughs> depending when in august of course yeah yeah okay well we have something to look I mean, forward to i don't to. know why they call it snail mail because they sure got the memo pretty quickly yeah that's a good point <laughs> you should be uh i wonder if your royalty checks will come as quickly better be making more than mickey mouse i can tell you that <laughs> oh, yeah. oh i can't do that <laughs> it's pronounced <laughs> Yeah, you definitely do it better than I do. That actually sounds a little bit more like Goofy, I think. No, Goofy's like, hook you? Right? I mean, I, I apparently I wouldn't know. Because <laughs> I would never have made those noises. Oh, okay. I don't know, maybe I'm confused. It has been a while since I've heard either of them. They're definitely a lot in the forefront of entertainment these days. I feel like, do they even make Mickey Mouse, like, cartoons or movies anymore? I don't know, I kind of wonder if... He's just, like, the mascot that's not even really used anymore outside yeah. of just marketing. Or just, like, the character at Disneyland. Because they have people in suits. Like, people well, in I mean, you know, they have, like, every character in suit, so... I know, but I'm just saying, they still have him for that. They have him, like, on the drums. Mm-hmm. You know, because I told you I know that person from... I'm just curious if a child thinks Mickey Mouse when they go watch a Disney movie. Doubt it. Or do they think of Marvel or Star Wars or... Yeah princesses yeah they probably don't think of mickey you're right i wonder if they'll ever like bring that back or if they even would maybe they're trying to like get rid of the like him as a forefront because of the way copyrights work and like aren't they in an issue where they're losing ownership it's gonna become like character at some point public domain or something right after Uh, like 100 years or something stupid even if you own it you don't anymore. That's a good point. They're probably strategically not using I'm that I'm sure character. they're trying to get it changed. Yeah. I know they've delayed it at least a little bit, but yeah. if they can't, their strategy is probably on a marketing point to just get people f- more associated with other properties. Right. Hence Marvel and Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because any properties they put out that have Mickey Mouse in them basically open themselves up to the opportunity for somebody else to make money off of that by... The whole, like, public domain shenanigans. So, yeah. that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Also means I can dress up like a Mickey Mouse in front of Disneyland at some point and sell fake-ass souvenirs. <laughs> yeah? What would you sell? <laughs> Scams. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. 
probably tickets to get into the park. Yeah. Fake tickets? Well, they're real tickets. They just don't work. Okay. They're really a ticket. Tickets that aren't actually admission to the park. Yeah. Okay, got they're it. They're real tickets. Yeah, they're real tickets. That makes sense. They're like little raffle tickets yeah. you buy at the party store. <laughs> yeah. Keep this one. Yeah, keep this one. <laughs> they're going to call a number You're at the sure end of the day. You're sure this is going to get me into the park? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it works now. <laughs> Make sure your name, phone number, and address are on the back. Yeah. So they can call you. Yeah. When it's your turn to come in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our episode, huh? Yeah. Let's, let's. get into our movies, have... TV, and games. Yeah. I know you have uh, something pretty exciting coming up, coming out this week. What are you most excited about that's coming out this week? Well, since you asked, Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy Kingdom. Chapter one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out on Netflix on the 28th. I think it's a Thursday. Okay. This is the... Last bit of, as far as I know. Or is it? The last bit of <laughs> the Transformers series that they've been rolling out yeah, this so year. What do we think? What do we think the chapter one is about? I'm so confused by it because <laughs> Can you, as far as I know, it was like a three part storyline. Like trilogy. And this is the third part. <laughs> yeah. So unless they're going to like change how they're doing it and not drop everything at once and just do like each episode weekly or something. I don't know why it's called oh. chapter one. Were the other ones in sections or were they just one big thing? They just dropped it all at once. But there, there were, were like multiple four episodes, ep- quote, unquote, episodes, Okay. Maybe that's what it is then. Maybe they're doing not all at one time. Just to like milk it a little bit longer. Yeah. Why not, you know? The only other options if they're doing some kind of thing where this is going to lead into a new title of Transformers for Netflix. Mm. Which will be chapter two. I don't know. Maybe. I, well, we'll find out soon. <laughs> unless they don't tell us. And yeah, or maybe we won't. But... Then we'll just speculate for the rest of our lives. Yeah. We'll just like every few days be like, so what do you think that meant? Yeah. Wake up 3 a.m. in a cold sweat. <laughs> Where's chapter two? <laughs> That's all I have this week. Okay. I, uh, I don't know. I couldn't find much that I really cared about. Yeah. That makes sense. For some reason, I thought there was more stuff I wanted to watch coming out. And then right. I was like, oh, there's not really... I guess the other thing I would say is Jungle Cruise. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. And that's coming to theaters, But not right? like to buy it on Disney+. Plus. Right. Like, oh, yeah. It's going to be on Premier Access, too. But that's um, July 30th, if that's coming out? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Friday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually... The last trailer I saw, I was like, okay, I'm more interested in this now. It feels like it's just going to be like a reskin of Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, I yeah. feel like it's just going to be Pirates of the Caribbean, but... They're using Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt, right? Yeah, They're... maybe. I feel like it's like looks like it's a combo of Pirates of the Caribbean and like Indiana Jones. Okay, yeah. yeah. Either way, it seems like it could be entertaining. Uh, well, I have a kind of a weird list this week. <laughs> um, the Flash season seven is coming to Netflix. I know this is not like a new thing, but like that's where we've been watching it. That's um, coming out uh, July twenty eighth as well. So for anybody who's behind waiting for it to come to Netflix, it's your time. Awesome. I can't wait to skip the rest of five and six <laughs> and watch seven. I literally don't remember where we left off. So we left off on five. We did? Yeah. I thought we started six. Didn't we like skip the second half because it was all about Iris of five, it, I mean? It seemed very boring. Yeah, okay. We got the gist um, of it and we're like, okay, so I'm glad we missed this. Yeah. 
And then we went to six. We watched like the first couple episodes, and yeah. I think I was like, "Yeah, okay." I think it feels like it's the it same shit as last episode similar. or yeah. season. Okay. And we never really went back to it. Yeah. So obviously, we're not ready to watch this yet, but we know that it is now available whenever mm-hmm. we are. <laughs> and it'll be easier to watch than when it, we tried to watch it on the CW app. You know, I feel like there was a point where I was like, "Man, I, I hope the Flash never ends." Yeah. And now I'm like, "Man, I hope the Flash ends." Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta end at some point, right? I was kind of like that with The Walking Dead, too. I was yeah. like, man, I will watch this till the rest, until I'm dead in Apocalypse uh-huh. yeah. as a zombie. And then now I'm like watching it still, but I'm like, you know, at some point this probably needs to just end. Yeah, with The Walking Dead, I there was a time in my life where I would like stay up. I, would stay, I was visiting Bakersfield because I didn't live here, and I would stay here to wait for it to start at 9 p.m., watch it, and then drive home, which was four hours away. And I ended up having to get like a hotel one of the two times, one or two times because I was too tired and I couldn't make it all the way home. Yeah. That was for The Walking Dead. Why? Why mm. would I do that to myself? I mean, it was a really good show in the beginning. It was. That's true. Um, but it was like an unnecessary thing that I did to myself. <laughs> like I was like, yeah. I could have just waited. You like created the driving dead. Yeah. I created the driving dead. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So then there's another show called Centaur World coming to Netflix. Uh, season one of it is dropping on the 30th of July. Um, I'm unclear what exactly this is, but it's like a world of centaurs and there's like, uh, some sources like listed it as like a kid's show, but the trailer or the pieces or clips I saw did not seem like it was a kid's show. It looked like an adult animation to me. It seems very adult animation to me. So I don't know if it's just like super weird art. There's like this tree that I'm not sure if it has little like T-Rex arms or if it has like pine tree titties. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I want to check it out just so I can make that decision for myself. If it turns out it's for kids, then I'll walk away. You're like, from you're it. like, oh yeah, oh yeah, these are titties. Yeah, these are definitely titties. Um, <laughs> and then it is for kids. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. What, what's tracks. happening here? <laughs> and then this one's kind of random. The Green Knight is coming to theaters on the 30th as well, and this is a um, like a fantasy retelling of like the medieval story of Gawain. It's like a knight. Basically, and the Green Knight. Um, basically, it looks a little um, live action King Arthur ish with a little some little tinges of uh, there's some there's a creature situation, a creature, but like a non human mm-hmm. entity that reminded like, me of something an imp. Maybe is that what the tree people are called? Imps? An ent, ent from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, ent. Um, it did remind me of that actually. It's got Dev Patel in it. He's from Slumdog Millionaire and, like, quite a few other things. He's, like, mm-hmm. fairly well-known these days. Um, I thought he's usually good. And he's, like, one of the main characters. He's Gawain, I think, the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, or he might be the Green Knight. I'm not actually sure. But either way, he's the main character. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he's not even in the movie. I know he's in the movie. I can guarantee that. Um and anyway, it he was looks, on Twitter saying that he was looking forward to watching it. Yeah, and yeah. I got turned I just into fucked in up it. royally. Um, yeah, it's uh, it looks like it could be entertaining. It's like a fantasy medieval type situation. So if people are into that kind of stuff, then that might be down. Okay. Well, another theater uh, movie coming out is Stillwater with Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, this is the one where he's like the father of a a girl who gets put into a French prison and he's from Oklahoma and he goes there to try to like help her because Mm -hmm. she's like accused of murdering someone and she says she didn't. Mm -hmm. 
This is very weird. Like, as we were watching the trailer for this, we are like, is this based on that one yeah. story? <laughs> the, the girl in, like, Italy, right? She's killed, yeah, like, Amanda killed something. Yeah, Amanda something. Yeah, or she's accused and of it. And it's like her and her boyfriend, they think, did it or yeah. whatever. And she was in yeah. there. It seems for, like, related, years. but it apparently is not. So, Probably whatever. Based off of that. Yeah. Unless it's they're a probably true story just expecting, that I don't know about. Yeah, they're probably just expecting people to be like, is this about that? And then they go see it. <laughs> At the end of the movie, it's just like suckers. Sucks to suck. Um, <laughs> another notable mention actually coming to HBO Max on August 1st is Jojo Rabbit. So for anybody who hasn't seen that, absolutely watch that. So good. Really good. Yeah. Really fucking good. Even though it came out, what, 2019? Yeah. But either way, it doesn't matter. It's so good. Yeah. Watch it immediately. Scarlett Johansson in that one? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. She can fucking act. Hell Yeah. Uh, and another notable mention I had, which surprised me, uh, Behind the Music is returning, and it's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. It's like a whole uh, new take on the show. Okay. Uh, I think they're having returning musicians that they've already had. Okay. But the whole spin is like, how it's different since the last time they were here, you know? Got it. Okay. I think they have like Ricky Martin on there. Okay. Unfortunately, J-Lo is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Didn't she become famous for being a musician? No, wasn't she an actor first? No. And then she went into music? I don't think so. No. She was already an actor and then she went into music, right? No, I thought she became an actress after she started music. Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Alright, so we got a little bit of stuff. Yeah. I'm sure Transformers will last me like three hours. <laughs> yeah. The, like... <laughs> <laughs> the episode count is going to be like four hours, but somehow I'll have finished it in yeah, three. You're gonna some... Yeah, exactly. You'll find a way. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some of our news then, huh? We have a couple quick things. Dexter New Blood uh, is coming out apparently on November 7th now for Showtime. Okay. It's officially out. It's got a, a trailer. Did you see the trailer? I did not. Kind of got me. It's got me interested. Did we already know that it was called New Blood? Or is that... I think that might be a new title. Okay. Because that makes blood. me feel like there's going to be somebody taking over the reins. And like I don't like or that. Something? Yeah. I don't like that at all. <laughs> He's going to find like a a young, not troubling kid who yeah. he's going to teach to become a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I'll have to check out the trailer. But either way, I'm definitely down to fucking watch this because I loved the fucking first show. Yeah. However many fucking seasons there were. It makes me kind of want to rewatch. It, it, that's one of those shows that kind of went downhill at a certain point. I think it had a really bad ending. Ugh, yeah. Or what it was. Yeah, people talk about Game of Thrones ending being bad. series finale. Absolutely not. This is the worst. Yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> I had to, I think I started that show two or three times before I could make it past, like, mm. episode two. Because I was just like, I don't, uh, this is weird. <laughs> well, I think it was one of those shows where, like, it had books to go off of. And then at some point they're like, we're going to do our own thing. And then that's where it kind of started to go south, I weird, think. Weird, yeah. Um. So, yeah. A uh, little bit of weight, but... Thought that was interesting. We were getting that yeah, soon. It's good to know. Winston Duke has confirmed his return as Mbaku to the to the Black Panther sequel. Nice. Uh, in an interview by Collider, that's the news. There was nothing about the character or his role or plot of the movie or anything, but just that he's coming back. Which I think I don't know what you thought, but I feel like that was an obvious. Yeah, for sure. I, I kind of expected any of the. Supporting cast to come back. Yeah. So, 
semi-related, did you hear that he is going to portray Bruce Wayne in an upcoming podcast called Batman Unburied? I did hear about that. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, wait, that's a podcast? How do I wa- how do I listen to How do I watch? How do I listen to that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where do I watch it? Your podcast is broken. <laughs> I can only hear it. <laughs> Anyways, I got to keep an eye out for that. Um, so that sounds interesting. Back to this story. Sorry, yeah. but seemed related. <laughs> I've tried to listen to some. There was like a Wolverine one. At one point that I tried to listen to, and I don't know, for some reason I had trouble getting into it. Mm. Which is weird, because you think I would be fully yeah. into it, but... Was this before or after we both started wa- watching? Jesus Christ. Listening to podcasts more? <laughs> it was during. Oh, okay. Because, like, I tried to listen to podcasts years and years ago, mm-hmm. and I would listen here and there, but I was like, I couldn't really get into it. But I don't yeah. know if it's just because I got older, or they got better. Here's the thing. <laughs> If you don't like talk radio, yeah. you don't like podcasts. Well, that's... And a lot of people don't understand that. Mm. It's the same fucking thing. It's just talk radio on demand is all it is. Here's the thing, though. I hate talk radio. I know. It's weird but, that you like but podcasts. But I like some podcasts. And ing. <laughs> I don't like our podcast, though. Yeah. <laughs> I would actually be shocked if you listen to I'm ours. I'm kidding. Anyway. <laughs> There's probably somebody out there who podcasts just to listen to themselves podcast. Yeah. About how great they sound. <laughs> yeah. Whatever a podcast I listen to, they call that something like that. You know how we say like, oh, they're like smelling, smelling their own farts, mm-hmm. right? They say it was a bit masturbatory. <laughs> I love that. Masturbatory. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it's, it's like a fancy way of insulting somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I use like the white trash <laughs> form. Yeah. <laughs> of smelling your own farts. Mm-hmm. So I gotta step up my class. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I digress. That's good because you were sounding a little bit like uh, you were masturbatoring. No. Uh, <laughs> I have a question for you. Do you know what Jordan Peele's next movie is called? Yep. God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you thought you were going to get me to fail. It's, I di- you did fail. No, I didn't. Because I, <laughs> I, I do know what it's called. Yeah. And I will elaborate now. Fine. It's called Nope. <laughs> Ruining my plans. <laughs> I could only imagine how this happened. The marketing team yeah. had all these like ideas yeah. of what the movie should be called. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, let's call it whatever. And yeah. then someone was like, no, no, let's call it this. And then mm-hmm. the whole time, Jordan Peele's like, nope. <laughs> or. <laughs> nope. What I'm picturing is it's so fucking scary that somebody's watching the like teaser that they made or like storyboard idea and somebody in the like focus group is like, nope, nope. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like to believe it was a miscommunication with marketing. Okay. And he was just shutting down all of their, He's ideas, just shutting down their ideas and they thought nope was <laughs> the name. Okay. Yeah. That's a pretty good option. 
I'm curious what this is going to be about, though. Yeah. You know, we all we've gotten was a poster, right? Mm-hmm. With some kind of dark cloud with, like, the car dealership flags. The, like, decorative. Is there a walkie waving inflatable arm flailing tube man? I mean, maybe. Maybe oh. that's the thing that people are saying nope to. <laughs> I know the, the, the plot is that the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man is going around murdering everyone. Yeah. yeah. With his flailing. He's just got, like... Axes taped to his knives strapped to to his his arms. Two arms. (laughs) Guess we'll. They have to like survive the night for the wind to like stop. Yeah. (laughs) Can they do it? Nope. Nope. (laughs) I mean, if that's not the movie at this point, I don't think I want to see it. (laughs) Yeah. True. True. Do we know anything about anything else about this movie? Nope. Are you sure about that? I wasn't sure if you were setting me up or what. <laughs> I was just asking a question. <laughs> okay, well, I do. So, <laughs> I'll just go ahead and tell you. <laughs> uh, Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer and Steven Yoon will be starring. Steven Yoon is from The Walking Dead, right? I mean, not anymore. Oh, fair enough. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say anything about why he's not a part of The Walking Dead. Um, and it will be, this movie, Nope, will be released July 22nd, 2022. Hopefully there's no marketing issues with that release date. Yeah. Uh, if it's anything like his other movies, I'm probably not going to see it, but <laughs> I'm sure it'll be good for horror movie fans. But you haven't seen his other movies. I know from watching them, the, the, not watching <laughs> I, know. I know from watching them that I don't want to watch them, so I haven't watched them. I know. It's pretty clear what I've I'm saying. I've learned everything I need to know about his movies from the trailers. And I'm pretty sure that, like, was it, what's the one? Nah, it doesn't matter. One of, all of them, probably. Whenever the trailer plays, I'm like, nope, There's no. only two of them, okay. as far as I'm aware of. Get Out. That, and then Us. Us. Not them, right? Not that, no, that's the knockoff the on Amazon. <laughs> that's what I was like, I'm not sure which one <laughs> Which we didn't watch, but from what I'm hearing, it's straight up a knockoff. Okay, okay. Like, they didn't even try to, like, hide it. Weird. They wrote on their final exam, I cheated. <laughs> they wrote us and then crossed it out and wrote them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember watching the trailer for us and I was like, nope. <laughs> so, probably not interested. Do you think maybe Jordan Peele was around when you said that? And maybe. And he was like, Wow. <laughs> wow. That's, I don't know. <laughs> that's a really good name. Yeah. I'm going to base an entire third movie on that. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I guess we'll see. Or we won't, but you might. All right, well, let's move on, huh? Yes. Since we don't have a whole lot of info on it. <laughs> we also don't have a whole lot of info on Dragon Ball Super, but we do know there's a new movie coming out. Okay. we got a small teaser and a title, which is Dragon Ball Super, Superhero. Not feel like it's a missed opportunity there. Uh, Maybe just type in superhero? hero. Yeah. <laughs> Who was not paying attention or to that Or just neither meeting? of those and just yeah, get a real enough. title that's not stupid. Yeah. It's not possible. As much as I really enjoy the Dragon Ball franchises, this is a very dumb name for a movie. Uh, but it is set for a 2022 release. I wonder if it's just like a bad translation situation. Like maybe it's something cooler in Japanese. Yeah. yeah. Like, nope. 
Maybe. Dragon Ball Super. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super. Not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a crossover. The the superhero is Boratku. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> I will not ask you again, Fleeza. <laughs> All right. Well, so we have a title. We have a release date. The, the teaser was basically... Goku on top of the Dragon Ball Super logo, like standing on it like a platform. Okay. Uh, Only he was kind of in 3D. It was an interesting art style where it was, it felt animated, but it also felt like it was kind of like, kind of like the games are where they're like a 3D cell shaded anime look. Got it. Um, So I'm curious if that's going to be the whole movie or if that's just this teaser we did see in the last movie that they had scenes where they kind of went into a more 3D art style within the movie. But it wasn't like the whole movie. So maybe this whole movie is going to be straight this style of animation and, and more 3D. Maybe. The only other things that we got were a little glimpses of characters. They had like Krillin who's in a police outfit. Uh, Piccolo. A little picture of his home. Mm-hmm. And some new characters that look... In my opinion, similar to like the early stage of Cell, but in a gray, like a gray form. There is a one and a two, so I'm curious if that's like playing off of like Thing One and Thing Two mm. okay. from Doctor Seuss and all that. Yeah, you know they're doing like a crossover event with yeah. Doctor Seuss. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing it just rhymes. <laughs> I'd be down with it, yeah. but the translation is like faulty. Yeah, the translation doesn't. <laughs> So none of it makes any sense. It only rhymes in Japanese. <laughs> oh, you're pretty good. <laughs> Man, the art is great, but I just really can't follow the story of this one. I don't one. know what they're talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, Netflix has raised the total user count to 209 million in their second quarter this year. That sounds like a lot. That sounds like a whole lot. However... They found a large drop in the North American subscribers. I wonder why. So about 400,000 subscribers have dropped their Netflix subscription out of 73 million. That's like fairly small percentage. Yeah, bit... Surprised they noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I saw like headlines were like, oh, Netflix uses almost half a million subscribers. I'm like, oh, that sounds bad. And yeah. then like you look at like, oh, well, that's like nothing for what they have. Right. Uh, but I did find this interesting that a particular region... It's 0.5%. It's like nothing. That's funny. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, good to eat. Sorry. <laughs> so basically, I should just throw this news out the window then? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not not news. It should be 0.5% of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> We've anyway, already taken too much anyway, time with it. carry on. Tell the story. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm curious. Like, what what do you think is the, the cause of this? The price ha- hike. Okay. I mean, that's a pretty obvious one. Didn't it recently go up? I don't know about how recent it was, but yeah, it did. <laughs> All right, time blends together, but I feel like it was this year. Yeah. I'm curious <laughs> if it's just like we have a lot more streaming services that are competing right now. You know, That's you got HBO point. Max and Disney Plus throwing out some really quality stuff right now. Obviously, yeah. HBO has the- theatrical releases on their streaming service. We've got mm-hmm. Disney Plus with their Marvel and Star Wars properties. And I know we're not taking as much advantage of it, but a lot of people probably. There's probably an increase in the number of Amazon Prime memberships from 
memberships <laughs> memberships from last year. That's a really good point. And they probably realized, oh, there's fucking stuff I can watch on here. Mm-hmm. And they, Amazon has been stepping up their game as well, as far as from before mm-hmm. the pandemic, at least. Yeah. There's better stuff on there. Yeah. Than there was than there was before. I find it insane that Netflix charges more to have 4K. Yeah, like everybody else includes that. Yeah, and I understand that they're at the top, mm-hmm. so everybody else is playing catch up to an extent. Yeah, but it's still rude. At some point, you're gonna have to just be like, "That's the standard too." Mm-hmm. As long as people, as long as people keep paying it, they're gonna keep doing it, though. Yeah, I mean, we even have considered making it more of a seasonal thing. Or, mm-hmm. You know, binge watch in one month and then yeah. put it on hold again. You know, it yeah. just... But it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Netflix specifically because they do have a lot of big stuff coming out. You know, they have a lot of properties that are based off video games mm-hmm. that are coming out in the next year or two. You know, they, they just came up with He-Man. You know, they've got the mm-hmm. Transformers that we've talked about. They have properties... And The Witcher. ...that are video game related, anime related, just, you know, yeah. nostalgia cartoon related. Yeah. And... And then I think we, you know, there's live action properties coming out. I think we have one that we're going to talk about right after this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, not to mention video games. They've announced yep. they're going to be bringing video games into the service at some point in the next year or two. Yeah. So I am curious how that's going to stack up against the competitors. If people care enough about those changes to pay the higher price or if we will see a slow trending shift. Because yeah, I think we're at a point where there's too many services that people don't have the ability to pay for all of them at once. Exactly. So people are either picking and choosing which ones they like more, or maybe this is a 400,000 drop is because people are like, we're going to go do the other services and we'll come back to these in yeah. December Yeah. when The Witcher comes out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it could very well be. Because I feel like so. HBO has historically been like a seasonal service for a lot of people, and Netflix might be going that route too with mm. keep ra- if they keep raising their fucking prices. Well, I mean, with HBO Max getting all their theatrical stuff basically done after this year, yeah. like the, after that, they're going back to theaters, right? right. So yeah. that's going to make it clear who's there for those movies and who's there for the service itself. Exactly. Yep. That's true. Uh, but leading into the live action series that we were talking about uh, with Netflix, they have announced a Pokemon series. Uh, this is via Variety, and it's going to be headed by Lucifer's Joe Henderson. Mm. Apparently, Lucifer is a Netflix show now. Oh, okay. Wasn't it CW? No, it was like NBC. Oh. I think. Okay. Or Fox. Either way, Netflix owns it now. It was a <laughs> It was a broadcasting network. I think uh-huh. it was NBC. Okay. Anyways, it apparently it's Netflix now. Okay. So that explains why he's a part of it. Got it. Uh, and their goal is to replicate the Detective Pikachu film, but keep it independent as a production, so it's not going to be tied to that property. Okay. Question. Mm-hmm. Are we going to see people eating Pokemon in this fucking show? I hope not. Oh, okay. Are we sp- what, what makes you say that? It just it just seems like a weird thing. You know, we saw Detective Pikachu. They live in this world where Pokemon are like the substitute for animals. Uh-huh. So, Do they not also- does it imply that they don't, that, that, that they would eat Pokemon as they're like food source that's fucking weird but are they substitutes for animals or are they just in addition to i thought regular animals were supposed to exist too maybe did i don't they? i don't know i don't know if we saw any but i just think i, I assumed like they, they did just, i felt like they were just pokemon were the animals huh. in the in the universe 
maybe so I... in my head it's like it's weird that they don't like really establish that they eat pokemon but they also treat them like they're like you have your companion pokemon and right. like they have this like spiritual connection to them and stuff yeah, but well, then they like you think they eat them too maybe they will i guess i'm just a morbid person or maybe this is like a weird like alternate reality where everybody's like a vegetarian vegan <laughs> okay i mean that would be an interesting world to live in well yeah but if your only meat options were pokemon who seem very sentient mm. it might be different okay. i don't know right. just a thought anyway i mean you could argue that animals are sentient too but it's for a different podcast so yeah a, yeah have feelings yes at least yeah there's varying levels of consciousness but that's it like you said for a different podcast <laughs> certainly not ours nope <laughs> oh so jordan peele's movie is about <laughs> sentient animals who knows we'll find out <laughs> all right uh, dwayne johnson was talking to Slash Film, and he told them he will not be returning for the next two Fast and Furious films. His exact quote was, I wish them well on Fast 9, and I wish them the best of luck on Fast 10 and 11, and the rest of the Fast and Furious movies they do that will be without me. Hmm. I mean, I'm not that surprised. Yeah, well, I think when people saw this, they're like, oh my god, he's not doing Hobbs and Shaw anymore right, but, but those are, that's different that's not what they're talking about they're yeah. talking about the direct sequels mm-hmm. which we've already kind of knew he wasn't a part of even if he wanted to be he's like a busy as fuck person right he's got all these movies he's, he's in like everything doing. so <laughs> i'm going to assume black adam is like his big focus right now i would imagine yeah but like i feel like there was like a billion movies that he like it's like, oh, I'm going to be doing this movie. I'm going to be doing that movie. Yeah. He's got a whole tequila line, apparently, that he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not shocked that he wouldn't be in the, any of the sequels. You know, I'm kind of surprised now that he hasn't launched, like, a fitness app like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, moving on. Like, he could literally just record himself yeah. working out every day. Yeah, just put a camera. And then be like, and then sell it. do this. <laughs> That'll be $1. <laughs> per... Per rep. Squat. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying, even if he did $1 per video, he could probably make so much money. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there's like the the infamous beef that happened with Vin Diesel and Tyrese Gibson, right? And mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Where they had a problem with him or whatever during filming. And yeah. They had their internet arguments and shit. Dumb. So I guess what kind of spawned this whole thing was Vin Diesel in an interview said that it was just tough love that he was giving him. Mm-hmm. And he kind of laughed that off and mm-hmm. went into this whole thing about how he's not going to be in these movies anyways. So. Gotcha. Uh, I think we're not missing out. It, yeah. It, we're getting him in Hobbs and Shaw too. Yeah. And that's the easy way to do this too is you can use Jason Statham as a connecting piece, right? Yeah. He's, he's the Hobbs and Shaw movies and then he can jump over to the fast and furious which we've seen him do yeah. so yeah he could be the connecting piece for those franchises that makes sense along with the cars going fast and furious <laughs> yeah it's a required piece yeah. otherwise it doesn't count speaking of black adam uh wb and dc have cast leslie grace as barbara gordon in the presumably the same universe of mm. the dceu this is via deadline 
Uh, she was recently in In the Heights, if you remember. Oh, yeah. Okay. And some other people in the running for this role were Isabel Merced from Door the Explorer, that live action movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was called that, but that's what it was. Zoe Deutsch from Zombieland Double Tap. Oh, yeah. She was the one that wore all pink. I think she was like the, yeah. Okay. Like, the funniest part of that movie, yes, I yeah. believe, if I'm correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't really think it's a surprise Mm-mm. that they went this route because I'm going to assume it's going to be tied to the Batman. Mm-hmm. And Batgirl will be exclusively on HBO Max along with Static Shock uh, with Christina Hodson from Bumblebee attached to write this one. Oh, interesting. So Should be pretty good high hopes then. for that. Yeah. We know this is going to be a, a HBO Max movie, right? and it's it's going to be interesting how they kind of treat these ones compared to like theatrical releases, hmm. as far as the DCU goes, right? Right, right. And we have Disney Plus to kind of compare and contrast how much the quality they give for their shows to their movies and all that. Yeah, you know? it'll be interesting to see. All right, last on our news, Michael B. Jordan will be producing a limited series with DC for HBO Max. Uh, this is via Collider. It's going to focus on Val Zod, a black Kryptonian that holds the mantle of Superman. Uh, this is not the same project already announced with Bad Robot and inscripted by Ta-Nehisi Coates. Mm. So we are getting two different Superman properties. Um, I have a problem with this. Idris Elba already said he was Black Superman. That's very true. So. He did call it already. He called dibs. He dibs it. So. Dibs it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know what to maybe say. Maybe he gave his blessing. I'm not maybe, sure. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> he was like, you're going to have to pay me a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like it could be cool. Turns out when he said he put Superman in the ICU. With Suicide Squad? Uh-huh. He was just talking about himself. Oh, shit. That's meta. <laughs> Meta-human. All right. <laughs> so I don't know if Michael B. Jordan is attached to B playing in the role, but he is at least producing. I think it's up in the air if he's going to be a part of it. We do know that he had pitched an idea for a Superman story to mm-hmm. WB a while back. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then there was rumors that he was attached to the Bad Robot one that was announced. Right, right. So, it sounds like they're doing a lot of stuff focusing on DC for HBO Max. I think yeah. that's like their, this is what's going to get people onto the service. Yeah, <laughs> which is probably not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if they do it right. All right, well, that's it for our news. Let's get into a couple trailers that we saw this week. Nothing necessarily new, but... Just updates, I guess. Mm-hmm. Army of Thieves, which I didn't realize was a thing, but I guess you Okay, so already. one new thing. Yeah. <laughs> 50% is new. Yeah. No, I didn't know about this. Yeah. I saw the trailer and I was like, oh. Yeah. I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. So presumably it's been filming during the same time as the other movie. Right. Army of the Dead on mm-hmm. Netflix. Because it's apparently tied into it. It's a prequel, if yeah. you will. Yeah, and then it's got um, Dieter, who's the like safe cracker from Army of the Dead, mm-hmm. in his other life as a prequel slash tie-in to Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. So if you liked that character, then it's more of him plus another group of whatever. 
Yeah, this is a very weird concept because it's like it takes place during while Army of the Dead is a zombie thing in the world. Yeah. But it's its own thing outside of the Army of the Dead zombie stuff. Yeah, because the the Army of the Dead really was like that thing. The the outbreak was contained in that area. It was like Las Vegas was. Yeah, they like walled isolated. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is just in a completely different area of the world, presumably. Yeah, I know. It just seems weird because it's like the way he was introduced into that movie. I'm like, well, that's weird. Then how he's in this then. Well, Unless it's not going to have a direct connection to it. I thought they recruited him for that project because he was like the world's best safe cracker or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so maybe this is how he becomes known as the world's best safe cracker, potentially. Okay. They must have just known that he was like going to be like a hit in that movie. Because they couldn't have made this movie after that one. No. It's obviously they, they were filming the same time. Yeah, they have to have known. I mean, either even if he his character wasn't a huge hit, like usually like a heist movie about say, mm-hmm. like stealing something from a safe, like most people would watch that. Yeah, I it, think. I mean, yeah. it felt very Ocean's Eleven, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, they have to have been filming it at the same time. Uh, it doesn't. It, it's, but like you said, it's very like Ocean's mm. Eleven ish or whatever. Yeah. So like, it, it's the chances are people are gonna watch it. Whether it's like a huge hit. Well, I mean, at the very least, you're getting the people who watch Army of the Dead, right? Because they're yeah. going to be curious how it's going to tie it to it. Yeah. But then you might get people who didn't give a shit about Army of the Dead who are just like, oh, safe cracking movie. Yes, I will watch a heist movie. <laughs> I'm interested in that. So, like, there's even another movie that is either coming out this year or already came out that's very similar in plot, but doesn't look as good. It's called The Vault or something like that, where mm-hmm. it's like another heist stealing, a genius person stealing from a vault <laughs> yeah. plot line. So it's not a Got new... Got the good doctor yeah. guy. Yeah, the good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the trailer looked like it was entertaining. I liked that character, Ludwig Dieter, I think was his, the character's name. So I'll be, I'm interested. Thought he was a good comic relief. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll be the same in this. So. Yeah, maybe. I imagine. Yeah. I mean, the movie's going to be literally centered around him now, yeah. so... <laughs> yeah, He better have a joke or two. So, but I, my question for you is, do you think they're going to have a bunch more origin stories for all these characters then? Or if this was just the one, do you think? Uh, it was probably planned to be just the one, but I guess it depends how it goes. Right, that's what I'm thinking. I'm sure Dave Bautista would be open to doing a movie on his character. Yeah. Like, maybe from his, like, military days or something. Yeah. But, to be fair, I think most people understand that character's background. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, maybe it is just a one-time deal. Huh, whatever. Okay. Just wow. Shot it down, huh? Well, because, like, I think... You just I'm... took the Jordan Peele route, huh? I guess. Nope. <laughs> anyway. Uh, another new trailer. Not a new movie. We already knew it was coming out. Dune has another trailer. And this one's a doozy. Not a doonesy. But, you know. Yeah. You didn't like that? <laughs> um, I liked the new trailer. I think it gave us a lot more, like, it's so all over the place. And it made me kind of wonder, like, do I know what Dune is about? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, off the bat, I didn't know what Dune was about. Yeah. I, I had no idea. I feel like... I'm, I'm debating if we should watch the old one before or after. I think we should wait until after because okay. I thought that I had seen the first one, but the more I see about this one, I'm like, maybe I haven't seen the first one. And then if that's the case, 
I'd rather see this with fresh eyes because I think people either love or hate the first one. This is a remake, right? Not a not a sequel. I think that's correct. Yes, because it's got the same characters because it's based on a book. Okay. So it also makes me kind of want to read the book, mm-hmm. but I've heard the book is kind of a nightmare because it's like super super complicated and like a lot of world building. Either way, the trailer looks very interesting. Um, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm. Unless I'm completely off, it feels like it's Romeo and Juliet on a much bigger army level scale. Yeah, I did get... Based off the trailer. I did get vibes from that, but I also think that it's more complicated than that. I hope so. Yeah. Because this cast is awesome, and I hope it's not going to just be a story that we all know We've all know. (laughs) We've all seen. Yeah. I'm confident it will be more than that. Yeah. We got that on HBO Max in theaters, what, in October, right? I think so. They are claiming that's a thing still. Mm-hmm. We'll see. October 22nd. Still a chance that they could delay that into the next year, then, oh, it's on HBO now. Yeah. <laughs> they better fucking not. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get into some of the stuff that we watched this week as a review, some mm-hmm. things. Yes. So here's how our rating system works. If we hated something, we'll burn it. If it was just okay or neutral, we're going to test it. And if it was pretty good, we're going to slice it. If we absolutely love the shit out of it, we're going to dissect it. And if all of us dissect it, we're We're DTF. DTF. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty good one. We were better than we have been. (laughs) Yeah. So we forgot to do this one a while ago. A few weeks ago, I guess. Yeah. Probably because of our review, you'll understand why. <laughs> uh, so Simpsons Marvel Short, it was something that came out on Disney Plus. It was a, well, in the title, it, it was a short that was based around the Simpsons using the Marvel theme. Yeah, mostly Loki. Yeah. Yeah. So I was so disappointed in this. It was Super. like, what, like eight, maybe eight minutes? Yeah. That. And I feel like, didn't we determine like almost half of it was credits or something? Yeah, 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 we, <laughs> yeah I, I understand it was a short, but yeah. like, it was just so disappointing. There wasn't very it, much like, substance to it. Yeah, it, it felt like it was really just like, hey, Loki. Yeah. And yeah. It, they didn't really do anything fun or creative with the characters. You yeah, know? it was all very they, obvious. They had a couple of like the Simpsons characters who were dressed up like Marvel characters. And right. Some of them looked clever. Other yeah. ones I were like, well, that's just lazy and dumb. Yes. But what I would really love to see is, like, why don't you just make a Simpsons episode where the Avengers are in it? Oh, smart. You know, like, you own these properties now. So you can just literally put them in a Simpsons episode. Make them literally a part of the world. Yeah, have the Simpsons go on, like, a family vacation in New York, and then some bullshit happens and the Avengers have to save the day. They go on vacation during the fucking alien attack exactly. 2012. (laughs) Yeah, that would be great. Every season of The Simpsons, you can have them interact indirectly mm-hmm. with something from the Marvel Universe. Yeah, totally. Like, I don't know, Endgame? Uh-huh. Who would be dusted? Homer. Yeah. And then like, they'll realize how much happier they are in their life. And then he comes back and they're just gone. devastated. And then, <laughs> and then he comes back. Yeah, and then they're just like... Oh. Oh, I guess... <laughs> I guess we missed you. We're going back to how it used to be now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, overall I was just not very um, impressed with it. I think it was just mm-hmm. kind of... Even the jokes were kind of like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like they were like, kind yeah. of... Like, all right, sure. Yeah. 
I don't know. It just... Just seemed kind of like half put together, like not fully developed. I mean, it was obviously just marketing yeah. for Loki, which yes. I don't know why you would. I guess their their logic is if you like The Simpsons, but you don't watch Loki now, or maybe you will. MCU stuff, yeah. maybe you will now. I don't know. It just seemed like it didn't need to happen. Yeah. What True. did need to happen was better stuff. Fair enough. <laughs> they had like a Star Wars one, and I think that one was even better. Mm. Still wasn't the greatest, but it was better than It this. was better. You're right. Uh, I mean, fuck. It, Family Guy had an entire, like, trilogy of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Like, joke Star Wars episodes. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I think you could do something with that, Disney. Come on. Yeah. Get it together. Um, I'm gonna burn it. Yeah. It was definitely a burn. Yeah. I know. I don't give that out lightly. So. Mm, yeah. Get it together. Just saying. Um, I checked out a show called Schmigadoon, which is a ridiculous name. Um, this is on Apple TV Plus, and it premiered on July 16th. New episodes come out on Fridays. I have seen three episodes, as that's how many are out. Um, the prom- premise of this is that two people who are going through relationship issues get on a couple's... They go on a couple's retreat to try to, like, therapy or whatever. Is Are they a couple? Yes, sorry. Okay. A couple. The way you worded it was like they were separate couples... No, sorry. I may have just worded that incorrectly. Um, A couple goes on a couple's retreat to try to fix their relationship issues. And they end up getting stuck in a little, like, musical town named Schmigadoon. Where everything is kind of set in the, like, 40s or 50s. It's very, like, retro. um, And it's, like, literally straight out of, like, a musical um, everybody breaks into song. It's yeah. ridiculous. It's the sound of music, if you will. Eh. Or the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Something like that. Um, Cecily Strong is in it. She plays the main character, Melissa. And Keegan-Michael Key is in it. He plays uh, Josh, who's the, their their boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever. Um, and they are both from SNL. In case anybody listening doesn't know who they are. And I like them both. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll check it out. Even though it seems like a weird show. And it's like mildly entertaining. Uh, it's If you like musicals and you like SNL, you probably will be okay with it. But um, it was just kind of silly. It's got a lot of like, they're, they get stuck there and it says in order to escape, you have to find true love or whatever bullshit. And they get into a bunch of like, they get into problems and they're like, well... They basically break up right when they get there. And then there's this whole chaos that ensues and, like, people being ridiculous in the town and the, everybody's... It's just weird. It's very it weird. sounds like The Good Place as a musical. Okay. That's fair. Have you even watched that? Nope. <laughs> How did you get that? But I didn't. And, and I watched even, that, that show. That wasn't even a, a joke off that. Nope. <laughs> movie. I just... Um, nope. It is a little bit Good Place-ish. Not okay. as funny. The Good Place is a, the, a great show. Okay. Very, very good. So Wait, this... So Keegan-Michael Key is on SNL? Yeah. News to me. Or he was. Okay. Maybe. He's probably not anymore. No, he's not anymore, obviously. <laughs> he's got... Movement. I mean, I knew him from Key and Pill, but yes. I didn't... He was on SNL back in the day. Or... Okay. I mean, unless I'm crazy, but I'm pretty sure he at, at least... At the very least, he was a guest. At the sure. at very least, he hosted at some point or was a guest, but I was pretty sure he was on it. Okay. Um, but Cecily Strong has been in SNL for a long time, and I really like her, so uh, 
I was like, I'll give this a try. And, uh, I don't know. I wasn't, um, it was too cheesy and corny and weird mm-hmm. with the, like, breaking out of the song shit. Was it, like, intentionally cheesy? Yes, it was on purpose, but it was too much for me. Okay. I, so, you have to be willing to go full cheese, you know? <laughs> full block of cheese. You gotta be a cheese whiz. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it was okay. I mean, I might keep watching it just because if it's, if I'm bored and it's there. <laughs> okay. But I'm not like going to go out of my way for it. I'm, I basically wanted, I was like, I need to watch three episodes so I can review it. And then I'm like, eh, I might check back in later. We'll see what happens. So what's I, your score then? My, uh, rating is just to test it. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't like anything to write home about mm-hmm. personally. The music numbers were good we were just silly you know okay yeah sounds good yeah i finally finished seven deadly sins on netflix which is oh. a anime that it's like an original for netflix mm-hmm. based off of a manga of mm-hmm. the same name yes uh came out the last season season five which i'm from what i understand this is the end of the series but it's kind of not been confirmed that it's the end, but okay. the way it ended, it feels like it, and they haven't said there's any more of the show coming out. Okay. But the last season, as far as I'm aware, came out June 28th this year, mm-hmm. and pretty much the idea of the show is the seven deadly sins are these characters who are like a group that are pretty much like the Avengers of their medieval world so they're the good guys yeah they're the good guys plot twist yeah (laughs) and they're like all based off like different like races or whatever like one's an elf he's like the king of the elves and then there's one who's like a giant there's uh actually merlin Mm -hmm. from from like king arthur king arthur and all that stuff okay it's her her yes spoilers okay merlin is a female (laughs) okay i'm super and she's like a like a, a magician or whatever. What is it? Sorceress? A sorceress, thank you. <laughs> she does <laughs> magic tricks with a rabbit in a hat. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> There's other characters too. Okay. But like they are like the the ones that... The primary focus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like follows the formula, I guess, of like Dragon Ball Z to an extent where it's like they have enemies that are like stronger than them. So they have to get stronger and then they can beat them and blah, blah, blah. And it's like... A lot of, like, back and forth conversation during their battles with their enemies and stuff. It's pretty fun and entertaining. It's got this whole backstory it goes into with some of the characters that are kind of, like, the big significant focus by the end of the series. Mm-hmm. But... I have a question. Hmm. Are their enemies the Heavenly Virtues? No. Oh, okay. That'd be but... Cool. I don't think it's a spoilers. Okay. At one point, some of their enemies are the Ten Commandments. Okay, all right, that's fair. <laughs> Which are basically rules based on the heavenly virtues. So, okay, okay. sure, that makes sense then. There you go. Then. Yeah, that's interesting. One thing I will warn people, though, if they are interested in the show, uh, there is awkward groping in the uh, show. One of the characters, okay. <laughs> one of the characters, like, will just like grab another character's butt and boobs which was very is he lust surprising when i first saw the show 
I looked into it. I was like, is this something I need to worry about getting worse? <laughs> and then people online said, no, it actually makes a lot of sense in context once you get through, like, the series. Oh, okay. So, like, there's, like, a whole reason why he's, like, comfortable doing what he does. And okay. It's, it's weird. It's, okay. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Let's just say the consent is there. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Whether it's known or not, it's there. Understood. So, uh, what's your overall evaluation of this? It's a slice it. I really enjoy it. Okay. Uh, I think sometimes it got a little bit slow and repetitious with some stuff. But, like, overall, I found myself really investing into characters that Mm -hmm. I, in the first season, was like, this is a dumb character. Yeah. And then, over time, they've kind of had their arcs that just really blossomed and made them... Interesting. ...more impactful than they first appeared to be. Okay. Good to know. Cool. Yeah. I think it's worth a watch if you're looking for an anime on Netflix. Okay, we all should. We also checked out Escape Room Tournament of Champions. Uh, this came out July 16th um, in the U.S. with some, from Sony Pictures. Um, this general plot is uh, several. Huh, I'm going to use air quotes here. Winners <laughs> of the previous um, escape rooms by Minos Corporation are brought together somehow for another more intense escape room where all the contestants have previously won as a sole survivor. So this is probably making no sense to anyone who didn't see the first escape room, but <laughs> basically it's if you took the winners of a bunch of the first movie and mm-hmm. put them all together. It's like the survivor, whatever they call that one. Uh, yeah. That. <laughs> survivor of champions. Pretty much. I don't know. Is that what they call it? I don't know. They should. But they should. <laughs> Um, so the story is obviously based on the 2019 movie, which was, who was, which was written by Braggy Shoot, and it's a sequel, which is written by Christine Lavoff and Fritz Bohm. Uh, Christine Lavoff actually also wrote the screenplay for Invincible Season 1, Episode 5, so I thought that was interesting to point out. Okay. Because we, um, that, I mean, all of those episodes were insane, but So she's into violence. She's into lots of violence, Yeah. Um, and Fritz Bohm wrote and directed Wildling in 2018. Um, this was directed by Adam Robitel, who also directed the first movie, and he is known for Insidious, um, The Last Key, and The Dark Realm, and how many other... The Dark Realm is actually in post-production right now. Okay, I was going to say, I don't recognize yeah, that sorry, one. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> but the other... The Insidious movies, yeah, I Yeah, The Last Key, I, I watched that recently. Yeah. I feel like in the last year or so. Which also explains a lot, because I don't watch those, and this movie was like, ooh, a little bit for me. There was more. Oh, in, okay. It was more intense at. I feel like this was very PG thirteen, like compared to like a Saw movie. Not for the blood part, the like not for the violence, but like the the suspense. I felt like was. Actually, I think the movie is PG thirteen. Yeah, it might be. It doesn't matter. The point is, <laughs> it was very suspenseful and mm-hmm. like you know like expecting the next like thing to happen. Mm-hmm. That part I felt like was more intense than the first one. Maybe I'm wrong, but okay. that's just my opinion. Um. And Taylor Russell was in this again. She plays Zoe Davis, who's like the main character, and she was in the first one. Uh, she is Judy from Lost in Space, the Netflix series. That's where I recognized her from. Yep. I was like, I know she's from something. Yeah, and then Logan Miller plays Ben Miller, uh, who was the other guy who she like rescued in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. <laughs> um, so I want to. I have a question for you. How do you think this compared to the first one? Did you like it more or less? I think it was about the same. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know, going into this one, I was like, this is going to be interesting because based off how the first one ends, they're going to have to be really creative mm-hmm. because they can't just do the same thing again. Yeah, true. 
and I think overall they did a good job at making it fresh enough of an ending. Mm-hmm. But overall, I feel like it was about what you expected. Just like yeah. you kind of, I guess, knew who was going to survive and who wasn't. Yeah. But you're really just there to to watch the puzzle see them not survive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or see if you could solve it before them. Yeah, yeah. With no real context outside of what they're narrating. Yeah, I definitely found myself in this one more so looking for the answer. Mm-hmm. In the first one, I was just like watching the movie. But in this one, I was like, I want to solve the puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see how they're going to get these out of idiots. it. idiots. Yeah, which one of these clues, like, there was something that we were mm-hmm. like, well, obviously this is what they're going to need to look at. And nobody was looking at it. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, it seemed very obvious. But obviously we're outside. But to be fair, they do in the movies kind of focus on something for a second for the yeah. audience. Yes. So off the bat, we're getting that hint. Yes, that's that true. They're not getting. Yeah, they have to on... organically find it, mm-hmm. and we can just see it because that was focused on, which makes sense. Um, overall, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. definitely a little bit more. Um, sus- I don't know, not I don't know if suspenseful is the right word, but like the anticipation of the scare or the mm-hmm. the violence that was going to happen. Like, I was on the edge of my seat a little more with this yeah. one. There was a couple things that I thought that could have been better. One. I feel like there was a moment in one of the escape room areas where it felt like a, I don't know about a plot hole, but like they could have easily solved a problem by just doing something that they've already been doing. Yeah. And then they didn't do it. And then it costs somebody their life. Yes. And it's like, why, why didn't you just do that again? Yeah. And then you all would be fine. Yeah. It just seemed like dumb storytelling in that sense to just kind of, Get somebody to die in this scene. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So, in that sense, I thought it was a little, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to say lazy, but I guess. Repetitive. Kind of. Just confusing. It just seemed like, uh, you were smart enough to figure this out before. Now, all of a sudden, you guys can't do the same thing. It doesn't make any sense. That's true. And then, uh, not really so much that there was anything wrong with the movie in this sense, but like, I kind of wish we didn't get this movie already. Like, I would have mm-hmm. wanted to see other movies of the people that these we saw groups, in this. and then those people all come together, kind of like an MCU type yes, formula, exactly. And then that's a movie that they are all in. It would have been more and interesting. Then, that way, we already have investments for all of these characters. We yeah. care about all of them. Yeah. And then now we have to pick and choose who we care the most about. Yeah, because in this one, them. it was so obvious, like who wasn't going to make it, and it was like, yeah, yeah, okay, bye. But, like, if we had their backstory, not just, like, oh, yeah, this is what happened to me in, like, a sentence mm-hmm. or two, but if we actually saw them go through their whatever, it, we would be more invested. I totally agree with that. Yeah. That makes way more sense. And, of course, they could retroactively do that by making those movies now. Yeah, but it's not going to mean But it's not going to have the same impact. Because you know who's going to win. Yeah. So it's not exciting. Yeah. So, I don't know. I did not like the ending because... I just didn't. I don't. I don't want to say. <laughs> I it. understand why. Yeah, I didn't it's like it. It's very uncomfortable of an idea. Yeah, 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 I get it. I was not happy about it. So, um, but overall, I enjoyed watching it, and I don't regret watching it, which is good. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna say I would. I sliced it. I I will slice it, or I would. Would I did yeah, slice it? it? I'm not sure. You did slice. it, I, I did guess. slice it. Yeah. I sliced and diced. I, I would also slice it. It was okay. it was fun, enjoyable. Yeah. Probably not something I'm going to go back. I'll probably watch it one more time if it's ever on TV or something. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to. It's not something I'm going to go replay much. Yeah, I wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again. But I did enjoy it while we were there. It's definitely Saw for people who can't handle the gore of Saw. Mm-hmm. If you like the idea. 
really has a different perspective for escape rooms now. Like, mm-hmm. now I'm like, do I even want to go to escape rooms anymore? Yeah, I was playing an escape room game on my phone when we saw this. <laughs> and you, like... You were on your phone while we were no, in no, a no, movie? No, no, not at the movie, but, like, during that time of... Period of time, mm-hmm. I was in the, like, period... Like, I had a game for an escape room that I was playing periodically. And I was playing it after we saw that. Um, and you were like, oh, we're really into escape rooms now. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't bring me. Yeah. Um, I'll be the survivor. I don't like the Saw movies, and I'm, that's not at all why I was into this. I'm into this just because I like escape rooms. So <laughs> That was probably my, my hook for the first movie. Yeah. Because like, oh, this will be fun. Like the idea of escape room, but it's like the torture, yeah. porn, whatever. Yeah. I, don't know if we, I think we decided that's a real thing, so maybe we yeah. should use that term. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you would call it, but I don't like it. <laughs> It's solely for the escape room portion that I'm interested yeah. in. So. And they had some fun ones. Like the whole bank theme in that one area yeah. of this movie I thought was really clever. That one was really cool because it was actually like, I, like I would a have le- died. legitimate I, I, escape room I was like, puzzle. there's no way I would have figured all this out. I yeah. would have been dead. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Same. <laughs> all right. Um, then last, I saw Old. Yes. Which you did not want to see. That is correct. It is a M. Night... Shyamalan film. Yes. Uh, he wrote and directed this one. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, he typically does, right? Yeah, that's true. Uh, and basic premise of this movie is a couple with two young kids go to a luxury resort in like a Bahama-type atmosphere mm-hmm. that they found on the internet. And they go there to go on this vacation because they're going through this big hardship that they wanted to have, like, a nice time before shit gets real. Like, okay. to put it <laughs> simply. Okay. And so they are introduced to some beach that they can go to that they only they only recommend to some people at the resort. Uh, okay. And it's, like, the favorite of their guests get to... Right, right. Get... To go to this place. And mm-hmm. uh, so they take the family there and then they meet up with like other people who have also been brought to this little private beach area. Okay. And uh, for whatever reason, time works different there. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be aging at a very rapid rate. Okay. Compared to just anywhere else in the world. Got it. Uh, and the whole movie is them trying to escape, but they can't because every time they try, they black out. When they get too far out from where they're trying to get away from. Okay. And they just end up on the beach again. Weird. Okay. So the whole movie is them trying to figure out what's going on. How do they escape? Mm-hmm. So really, I guess it's like an escape room. <laughs> yeah. But it's outside. Got it. Escape beach. A natural escape room or <laughs> yeah. escape beach. National Geographic's Escape Beach. <laughs> it's a new show coming out on yeah. Disney+. Plus. I had a really good time with this movie. Like, the whole... Because, you know, it's M. Night. So I'm like, what's the twist? Yeah. What's the twist? I'm trying to predict the twist every fucking scene. You always do. And every scene, something else happens. Like, oh, never mind. Scratch that one. I didn't say that one. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm trying to convince myself that mm-hmm. I didn't just guess the wrong twist. Right. And by the end of this movie, I'm going to be honest, I did not guess what was going to happen. Like, it was just... Left field, okay. and I did not expect I'm that. I'm kind of bummed I wasn't there to experience. And your it reaction. was so fucking good that okay. 
I just didn't know it was happening. Mm -hmm. And they... We talked about this trailer, I think, on one of our episodes. Yeah. And we were fucking dead wrong with all of our okay. predictions just based off the trailer. Okay. Which I guess means the trailer worked well. Yes. Because it yeah. really shifted this our focus. You. Okay. And there's stuff in those trailers where when I see it in the film, I'm like, oh. Uh-huh. And it all makes so much more sense now. And, okay. And the perspective is there. And I just think it's a really good fucking film. The way it was... It, the pacing, I thought, was solid. There's not one second where I was, like, bored mm-hmm. at all. Nothing actively is happening on screen. I'm actively trying to figure out what's going on. Got it. And I just thought it was a really good movie. Great twist. Uh, had a lot of, like, subplot kind of symbolic things where it was, like, you could see the... F- you could see, like, the time aspect as, like, representing stuff within characters. But then at the same time, it was just literally... No, this time was just working differently here got it uh so i thought it worked on all cylinders in that sense of symbolically literally Mm -hmm. just the whole format of this film so all around yeah really good yeah okay uh and they even have some really fucking creepy moments where i you are straight uncomfortable yeah to the fullest all right and i I think on a scientific level you would really appreciate it really Hmm. but i know you're too big of a coward to watch this kind of movie oh my coward Really, there was a lot of people in this movie. I'd say like there were like 10 to 12 people in the focus of the beach. Right, right. But the main characters were really the, the family itself, which was uh, the father was played by Gail Garcia Bernal. Uh, the mother was played by Vicky Kripes. And then the son was played by Alex Wolf, which we know from Hereditary and the Jumanji films. He was like oh, the main guy yeah. in the Jumanji films. Okay, okay. The one I think that the, the Dwayne Johnson plays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the young Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Uh, there's like younger versions of him too. So mm-hmm. like there's different actors. Uh, Thomason McKenzie. We we talked about Jojo Rabbit earlier. She's oh, in that fuck, movie. That's her. She plays the, the daughter in this one as like the more grown up version. Mm-hmm. And I think she was probably the standout for me in this film. Mm-hmm. Just... She just kind of took over at a certain point. I, I thought she was amazing in this. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to shit she does. Between Jojo Rabbit and this, like, she's just impressive, solid okay. of an actress. So, yes, I, I really enjoyed this one. This is a dissective for me. I fucking love this movie. I've even considered going back and seeing it again to see if there's anything that I can cue on to yeah. give me the ending, you know? Yeah beforehand like the, that foreshadowed what was the ending in the oh so you can see if you notice clues like if you could have figured it out or yeah. if it was just straight left field okay with how they presented it okay well but even if it's straight left field it's such a clever ending well if you plan to go back and see it i might consider it i guess okay since you're so i mean now away. i'll go see it again for sure oh yeah <laughs> okay just so. so you can go without me no, so you will go. I know. I was just saying, you, you spite me, and you're like, well, I'm going to go by myself again. Yeah, I, I don't want to go with you. <laughs> I'll enjoy the experience without you again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for our, our reviews. Yeah, and that's it for our TV and movie section. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast service. Check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTFPod. Go to our website, DTFCast.com, or send us an email directly to DTFPod at gmail.com. In the meantime, 
check out our gaming section coming up right now. Yeah, let's get right into it. Yeah. Uh, we do have some new releases. Unfortunately, they didn't give us uh, Games with Gold or PlayStation Plus yet, so we huh. do not have that. Bummer. But Microsoft Flight Simulator is coming out July 27th for Xbox Series X and S. Woohoo! I was surprised, though, because I thought this was going to be Xbox One as well, and it's not. Oh. Or at the very least, Xbox One X, and Oof. it's not. It's just Series well, X and S. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. So I guess I'll be having to borrow your it's console. It's crazy, because I, I never wanted to fly a plane. Yeah. <laughs> Still probably don't. Yeah, not in real life. <laughs> but this game has me really interested. Oh, 100%. Like, just in the idea of, like, flying over parts of the world yeah. and seeing how great it looks like yeah they're supposedly incorporating google maps into this so game how low and using you... it so you can like see everything that exists in the world i wonder how low you can fly because we are going to hawaii to see all the jurassic park stuff you know what i mean what do you mean are, we are actually no, going to no, hawaii silly. Is this, are you revealing this on the podcast i mean eventually yes but no i was saying like, <laughs> like i'm confused right no now. like we're gonna f- use microsoft oh, flight in, simulator in yeah so, like we're gonna go there yeah like okay. yes we will go at some point but like in real life there's but, like an actual t-rex eating yeah. gallimimus <laughs> but for now <laughs> we could use microsoft flight simulator to go check it all out theoretically uh-huh. okay so sorry to disappoint you i mean i was like <laughs> what's going on here <laughs> This is quite a reveal on podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. After that big plane crash of a, yeah. an announcement you had. <laughs> it wasn't an announcement. <laughs> uh, the Scent comes out July 29th. This is like a top-down dungeon crawler, it looked like. Okay. Uh, exclusive for Xbox. So. Cool, 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 cool. Co-op, I think, at least. So we could try that out. Mm-hmm. It's on Game Pass. I think they're both on Game Pass, actually, mm-hmm. when they come out. So, good stuff. All right. Uh, PlayStation had a game called Tribes of Midgard coming out July 27th. That's going to be on PS4 and PS5. Mm-hmm. I feel like we saw this during the state of play. We did. It just looked, it looked it okay. It looked fine. It, yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't, like, worried about it. The The part where it's Midgard makes me interested a yeah. little bit. Yeah, like Thor? Yeah. <laughs> So this is a Marvel game then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Distant relative. Yeah. I didn't find much on Switch. All right. Moving into our news. Uh, Annapurna uh, has their showcase coming up on Thursday, July 29th. It's going to be at 12 p.m. Pacific on YouTube and Twitch if anyone wants to watch it. Uh, I put this on here because this is the publisher that's going to be releasing Stray, that cat game in a oh, robot yeah. apocalypse world that we saw a, like over a that year ago. That we've been ago. waiting with bated breath for? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's PS4 and PS5 when that comes out. And it's supposed to come out this year sometime. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping they're going to be like, Shadow Drop, it's out now. Woo! Bitches. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be really great. Uh, so anyway, interested, that's when that whole showcase is. Otherwise, you'll have plenty of news outlets that will give the briefing on it. Mm-hmm. Uh... There's a new PS5 model apparently in the works that's going to be lighter than the launch console itself. For anybody who hasn't gotten a PS5 yet. uh, According to the official PlayStation Japanese website, the rumored PS5 digital redesign will weigh 7.9 pounds or 
0.7 pounds less than the launch version. Yeah. So less than a pound difference. Okay. Uh, so if you were one of those people who wanted to get a PS5 digital edition, but you just were too weak to <laughs> to pick it up off the shelf, and so you just didn't get one. Or you were like, damn it, that's just 0.7 pounds too heavy for my TV stand. Yep. <laughs> if you were in one of those specific <laughs> predicaments... Rest assured, now you could potentially have one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good news. <laughs> they're, uh, they're also changing something to do with the screw for the stand on the PS5. Okay. I, I, don't, yeah, I don't... Does anybody actually stand it up? Like, what TV stand? A lot stand? of people do, actually. Where I, do they have room I, for Although it? the gaming groups I'm in, a lot of people show their, their consoles setups, and a lot of them have them on the standing up. I'm like, yeah, but I have cats. Yeah. So... And, like, a normal TV stand. Like, you'd have to put it on top of a shelf mm-hmm. and then hope the cats didn't knock it over, which oh, is I've not seen some thing. weird setups where people are just, like... they. It's not about a Looking presentation. Nice. Oh, it's just, no. like... It's just there. Yeah. It's, it's, like, on the floor next to a bookcase. Yeah. I had I saw one where somebody, like, had their Switch on the floor. Yeah. And then their PS5 was, like, sticking forward. Uh-huh. under the TV. It was just very confusing yeah. looking stuff. Okay. Um, anyways, basically, they're redesigning the, the console okay. for probably save some money. Probably, yeah. So. They're like, can we use less plastic? <laughs> or more. Or more. Well, just like make the plastic thinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I know we really haven't been watching the Olympics, but I did hear that they had some songs in the opening ceremonies that were from video games pretty cool yeah uh, I, that was like big news apparently it, they had a bunch of shit from different game genres mm-hmm. just they had some tracks from uh near the near series it's a series right yeah uh final fantasy kingdom hearts dragon quest monster hunter sonic the hedgehog and soul caliber and there were some others too but those oh, yeah. were like the bigger names mm-hmm. um it's pretty fucking cool i like that i mean yeah it it, it rep- i mean it, it shows that gaming has become a bigger part of people's culture, right? Yes, if yeah. it's the songs in these games are now being used to represent a fucking country. Yes. Even. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's really cool for people. I think there was also a thing too, I don't remember what country it was. I, I want to say France, but I'm probably completely wrong. There was a, a competitor for like the shooting range stuff. Oh, yeah. And she has a she Witcher has a Witcher amulet. medallion. Yeah. Yeah. It was... I don't remember the country either, but I saw that. That it was like, super Witcher fan or whatever. <laughs> super like, Witcher fan. Yeah, that's what the article said. I was like, really nice writing. But, um... <laughs> yeah, she was wearing a, a wolf Witcher medallion. It was mm-hmm. pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's even a picture of her, like, like shooting one-handed. Yeah. With it on her hip. Yeah. <laughs> She's just hella relaxed, like yep. she doesn't give a no shit. No biggie, yeah. At least it's not monsters she has to shoot, you know? Yeah, I mean, we don't it's know It's hella that. easy. <laughs> We're not there. We haven't really watched any of the Olympics. Not sure we will, but it's cool to see the gaming world getting introduced. Yeah, definitely. That said, I still don't think I'm on board with video games being in the Olympics. Oh, yeah, no, that's not a thing, in my opinion, either. I don't think we're. I don't think it's the same thing. Yeah. They can have but, their own competitions, but I don't... I guess if you have shooting range stuff, then it's like... Is that really any different? You're you're using your hand in a limited capacity. 
for the competition, and then it's about accuracy with like yeah. But I think eyesight, if you will. I don't know if they have multiple different phases in the shooting one, like they do in the horse stuff. But like I've seen one where the shooting one is like you have to do actual like obstacles or like courses, so mm-hmm. you're like actually moving around and like gotcha. physically okay. moving. So I feel like that's I get what you're saying. You're not just shooting at a target. You're not just like shooting at a target a bunch of times. Okay. Yeah. So I can see the argument, but mm. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. So it could it's a little bit of gray area. I'm glad we agree. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last up, we have in our gaming because it's a short week for gaming. Apparently, uh, EA Play happened this last week, and they announced some stuff. Uh, Battlefield 2042 is getting a portal mode. That's the new Battlefield game. Not out yet, obviously. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to wait a good 21 years for that one to come out. 21 years? <laughs> I mean, I'm just basing it off the date. I, it's... Something tells me they are going to release it before then. Okay, whatever. News to <laughs> whatever. me. Whatever. News to me. <laughs> Uh, but players can create custom game modes using assets from the different franchises of Battlefield. They're going to have six classic maps, 40-plus weapons, and 40-plus vehicles. Uh, so this sounds like a great sandbox scenario for people who are really into custom games and stuff right. with Battlefield. Right, right. Not a game I've really played much of, but I do have a few of them. Mm-hmm. And I think some are on Game Pass. Yes, Correct. They announced a Grid Legends racing game, which at first you're like, I guarantee your thought is like, oh, great, another racing game in the world. (laughs) But this is actually kind of interesting. They're going to use live action storytelling using the same tech that they used in the Mandalorian TV show on Disney Plus. Like those those big oval screens that they use around the actors. Interesting. Okay. Very cool. It's nice to see. Or kind of like what Universal has with their like... uh, tour ride where they have the king kong thing oh yeah on each side of you right right feels like it's probably something like that maybe that's a good point it's very cool to see the crossover happening Mm -hmm. so it it sounds interesting who knows how well be implemented but yeah it seems like it's going to be some kind of advancement in the storytelling Mm -hmm. Uh, apex legends is coming out with a emergence update that's going to have a new legend named seer so anybody who's into that Battle Royale game, okay. one I never got into because I didn't have friends that wanted to play it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And now I hear, I'm not better. I'm not better. <laughs> and now I hear it's really hard to play this game unless you're already good. Uh-huh, yeah. Because it's basically all the people that are good are the ones that are still playing. Yeah, that's what happened to me with Overwatch. It's like I tried to play it a little bit, but then nobody was going to play with me. And then by the time you were, like, ready to play with me once or twice, it was like everybody was already too good at it. And mm-hmm. I, like, couldn't deal. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. The shame. You could have been the best had yeah. I played sooner with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's all your fault. Uh, there's going to be an EA original game called Lost and Random. And it's going to be released in September. Okay. Uh, they say it has mixed real-time action and turn-based mechanics and like kind of hybrid together okay season two of knockout city is coming out it's called fight at the movies you're gonna have a new map gear and something called a soda ball weapon so i'm assuming if you play the game you know what the fuck that means yeah it sounds interesting i think it's free to play and it's it's on switch if i'm correct so you Hmm. can try the the game out now okay we'll see before season two hits yeah and then last on their list, I wanted to 
go over because I thought this was the best fucking news of the event. Yeah, you saved the best for last. Obviously. Which I think was their first thing that they announced. Yeah. They officially announced a Dead Space remake set for the Xbox Series X, PS5, and PC. Nice. Not right. Xbox One or PS4. Yeah. You've been waiting for this for a while. Specifically next gen or technically current gen. Mm-hmm. So EA is having the developer EA Motive create this game. Mm-hmm. And they are actually rebuilding it from the ground up using the Frostbite engine, which is what they've used for their basically all their games at this point. Mm-hmm. But mainly it's what Battlefield is made from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going to take advantage of advanced SSDs and 3D audio for this game. Wow. So okay. that tells us loading times well, and making you shit yourself while yeah. you're playing the game. <laughs> yeah. Because I can only imagine how creepy this game would sound. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm interested though. Is this going to be like a remake of the game in the sense of like Resident Evil Two, where they actually change things around and tweak it a bit, mm-hmm. or is it going to be like a remake as in it's the same exact game, it just looks better mm-hmm. from the ground up? That's a good question. I'm pretty sure the Frostbite engine is what like Mass Effect Andromeda was. I know everybody shits on that game, mm-hmm. but the graphics were really cool. Yeah, EA kind of shifted to use that engine for all of their properties yeah. at one point yeah the star wars battlefront games mm-hmm. use it yeah so it's pretty legit uh i feel like that game has the potential to be super fucking scary <laughs> mm-hmm. they, they gave a teaser trailer and it was basically just seeing one of the necromancers coming out from the shadows mm-hmm. all creepy looking mm-hmm. and then showing isaac which is the main character you play mm-hmm. as in his awesome Armor. Yeah. Not really armor, I guess, but it is in the game. Yeah. At a workbench, getting his plasma cutter. Uh, which I have. Yeah. I don't know where it is. It's over there. It's over there? Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> so, if we ever have any necromancers, yeah. that's where the plasma cutter is. Yeah, good to know. Blast off their limbs. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they finally announced this. I feel like there's been many a time we've gone through like a... a convention or something like that where you're like is it gonna be a dead space thing is it gonna be a dead space thing is it gonna be a dead space thing what was that game i think it was Uh, last year they announced a game on the xbox uh side and the game looked straight up dead space and i was like is this a new dead Dead space Space game and then it wasn't dead space but it was like people who were involved with dead space who were now Uh making this game yeah i can't remember what it was but i know which exactly which one you're talking about that's funny yeah i mean Dead Space is up there for me with Resident Evil. That's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. It has less like puzzles and stuff, right? It's mo- oh yeah, there's not really puzzles. It's pretty much it's... just like killing aliens. So like the whatnot. first game was like a real survival horror, very similar to Resident Evil, and like the way you play the game was very back. It was like a, a lot of backtracking to do item swapping and and turn things on stuff like that. There are some puzzles. Uh, and then two was a little bit more action, and then three was just straight action. Mm-hmm. It's three is considered like the worst of the series. I I enjoy it, mm-hmm. but it is definitely a departure from the atmospheric creepiness of the first game. Okay, was so, there any information about when that might be happening, or they just like they announced it? It's a thing. Yeah, they it's don't have a, a release okay. date. Got it, it's got it, got just it. a thing. Okay, that'd be too much to ask for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, unless they've been working on this for a while, yeah. this tells me this is going to be at least, like, two, three years Yeah, that plus. makes sense. At least it's breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. Starting to get the breadcrumbs. 
I'm more excited about the idea that this is not going to be on Xbox One or PS4. Because that means the Because quality. that tells you that they are going to optimize this game specifically for next gen. And so you're not going to be limited on what you're getting based off what they have to spec for both consoles. To like make it compatible with the yeah, previous gen. Exactly. Because they talk about the SSDs, right? So that they would have to... That can't work for mm-hmm. the old gen or whatever previous yeah. gen i guess so it makes sense it's probably gonna be pretty fucking badass plus you know it's a while away because the fact that they are doing exclusive to like we'll call it next gen but is really this gen yeah. it shows too that it's far enough away of a release schedule that they're not even considering xbox one and ps4 as relevant anymore. yeah yeah that's a good point because currently they're trying to like keep those consoles alive right yes with but give it a couple years and they won't be yeah, anymore. Yeah. yeah. Eventually they will focus mainly on on just those consoles. Makes sense. All right. At least third party. Right, right, right. Well, that's all we have for games, isn't it? That is. All right. We we I've been playing Skyward Sword still. Want to get a little bit more in there before I talk about it. Yeah, and I um, I'm going to promise to play some too yeah. i keep thinking i want to and then i just don't mm-hmm. so that's on me yeah you know what actually you know what i did play I, it's i'll do a quick thing here uh remember that demo we got from the summer of games uh, it was like witch trigger or something like that <laughs> nope sure don't <laughs> it's, a, it's a demo of a game i, I want to say it's called witch trigger okay or Trigger Witch, something like that. That sounds about right, actually. Basically, it's a top-down shooter-type game. And actually, I think that does release tomorrow. Yeah, the 28th, actually. Good call. So, I guess that should have been on our new releases. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but uh, it kind of felt a lot like Zelda hybrid with like a top-down shooter. It was really interesting. Okay. It had a lot of puzzles in it, so... But you're like a witch with a gun. In it, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the premise is like you are a witch and you go through some ceremonial thing to get like your sacred gun. That's like, it's like your gun, you mm-hmm. know. And then you get your gun and then you go through the tutorial, which is basically like this competition that you're doing with your gun. And then that's the demo. Basically hmm. you do the tutorial and then it's like, thanks for playing. All right. Uh, cool. But it was really like a lot of Zelda feeling puzzles and just kind of the aesthetic of the whole thing being mm-hmm. top down and stuff it felt like a like a super nintendo zelda okay uh kind of that style of art even okay it was fun and quirky i i, I really enjoyed it so uh i would tell people to check that out i don't know if the demo is still available to download but depending how cheap it is yeah you know watch somebody on twitch play a little bit of it or something and i would recommend it if you're into older zelda games all right, cool. Good to know. All right, that's it now. That's all. I have. All right, uh, that is it for our episode. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Please don't hesitate to check us out on Facebook, Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at DTF Pod. Send us an email to dtfpod at gmail.com. Check out our website, dtfcast.com. Um, and please, 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 please. Go leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or whichever your service is. It does not matter. We will take anything. <laughs> Thanks. That's it for episode 102 of Dissecting This Fiction. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>